Welcome to Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is the power of prayer in marriage. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. It's actually a happy place on Facebook. Also, I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. And just in case you didn't know, self-care is the very first step in taking care of your marriage. So visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. Okay, let's dive in and talk about the power of prayer in marriage. I was thinking the other day about what makes a marriage beautiful. Is it honesty between the two people or kindness, generosity, grace, or is it that connectedness or the love? Mm, All of these things are awesome and I think important, but there's one specific thing that I think really makes a marriage beautiful and makes all the difference in the world, and that is the presence of God. Because although marriage is beautiful, as you might know, it can get messy and grow weeds just like a garden that is not tended to. So in a marriage, like the weeds in a marriage might look like disappointments, heartbreaks, conflicts, or pain. But what I have learned in life is that it's not what happens to us or our marriage, it's how we handle what happens to us that makes all the difference in the world. And how we handle challenges in marriage is very different when God is present in our marriages. So over the years, I've learned to look at marriage not as a union of two, but as a union of three. God, husband, and wife. I've learned this from many wise people before me. I might have said something different, though, years ago before I experienced my marriage crisis. But now I know it is the presence of God that is what helps a marriage thrive. Now, I'm not going to get all preachy here on you, I promise. But let me tell you what happened to me. I'm just going to share my story. So many years ago, my husband left our marriage. And I suddenly realized that I could not control anything in this world that was completely unexpected to me. My heart was broken and I realized that there was nothing I could do to make him decide to love me. And so I was staring at a brand new reality of just myself and my two children in life, a life significantly different than I had ever anticipated. It was so incredibly sad, but it caused me to understand for the first time what it means to put God first and family second. I always knew it intellectually, but I didn't understand it in my heart until this happened, until everything was taken away from me. I turned to God during this time for peace and strength, and he showed up. He spoke to me in a very elementary way, probably at the kindergarten level. That's what I always joke about, but that's where my understanding was. And what he used to speak to me was rainbows, rainbows of all things. He kept showing them to me, 
And I remembered that when you see or hear something multiple times that you should pay attention, that God might be trying to give you messages or signs. And so I looked up the meaning of the rainbow. And what I found is that it means God's promise that everything will be okay after the storm. And boy, was I in a storm. I was so grateful for this message. It brought me great peace. I have to say, I honestly did not know if God meant that my husband would come home or not, but I knew that it meant that I would be okay either way. And as hard as it was, I trusted that. So this was a huge time of growth for me in my relationship with God. And thankfully, as you all know, God sent my husband back to me and we began the work of building a more solid, healthy marriage. This whole experience has taught me to put God first and that everything else will fall into place. And although it was a painful experience, our marriage was actually made more beautiful because of it. And we were made better people by it. And we both grew closer to God. And so my little mantra is, similar to many of you probably, God is good all the time, even when it feels like things are not good. It reminds me of a story of Job. We were talking about that in church, about how he suffered greatly, but he proved his faith in God. And even through all of that loss, that God blessed him double what he initially lost. And that's how I feel about my marriage experience. I think I got more than double, actually. I feel there was a lot of pain, but then the blessings that have come through it have been so healing. So your storm in your life might not be within your marriage relationship. Maybe it's with a sick child or the loss of a job or the current situation with COVID. Regardless of whatever the storm is that you are in right now, when you and your husband can trust God and turn to him first, you will know so much more peace in your life. So you might be asking, how do I get there? How do I get that trust in God? How do I nurture it? Or how do I hold on to it during tough times? These are all very common questions, my friends. But the way is through using our most important tool of prayer. We can pray for our husbands and we can pray with our husbands. Both of these methods of prayer will dramatically improve our peace of mind, our own personal peace of mind, and our marriages. And it brings that peace into the climate of our entire family. So prayer is so powerful. We should never underestimate the power of it. I really believe prayer is a huge component of what brought my husband back to me during that time. I prayed for him a lot. I asked God to help him make the right choice for himself and his family. And I believe the right choice was his coming home. But I had to pray that God did too and that he would make it happen because there was nothing I could do. I also did have a lot of other people praying because, you know, there's power in numbers. And this is what I want to say, like we sometimes we feel like there's nothing I can do, but prayer is doing something like that's the cool thing about it. When you feel like you can't do anything, actually, you can pray. It is doing something and there actually isn't anything more peaceful or powerful than that. But you don't have to be in a marriage crisis to pray for your husband. You can pray for him every day. Pray for his wishes and his wellness. Pray for his hopes and dreams for his help with his challenges at work, for his protection and all that he does, for healing from any of his past hurts, for his relationship with God, and for his vocation as a father. 
You can also pray for him to make the wisest choices in his home and work and social life, that God will lead him and guide him, and that he will be the man and keep growing into the man that God designed him to be. It's so powerful, and it does bring you peace when you're feeling troubled by the situation. Prayer is also a great tool. Like if you and your husband are disagreeing on something, like say if it's a financial issue or a parenting issue or a logistical issue or something, ask God to help your husband and you make the best decision for your family. You can just pray that God will speak to each of you and help you come to an agreement and make the best decision, right? And so you can always pray for your husband, always. And I I think that sometimes people think it might be selfish, like that we're praying for God to make our husband like do what we want him to do or be the way we want him to be. But that's not really what we're saying. Like we might have an idea of what we think our husband should do or who he should be, but really we know that God ultimately does and we give that ultimate power to God. And we can tell God what our inklings are along the way and then let him do the work. And I have definitely personally seen this work. It is, you guys, it is so much better than bickering with your husband about anything. Seriously. So take this to heart. Like if you're needing to work through something with your husband, take it to prayer and ask for God's help in helping you guys come to an agreement. And then another way that we pray in our marriages is praying with our husband. Praying with our husband can increase our intimacy and our faith and our connectedness and our dreams and our just our direction and our love, just all of the different components of our lives, of our marriage lives. Prayer is so powerful, but I think a lot of couples don't pray together. Why don't we? Are we too busy? Do we underestimate the power of prayer? Or maybe... We're uncomfortable praying out loud and revealing our hearts out loud. I'm going to be honest, as a couple, my husband and I are not where I would like to be. It, it is a work in progress, one step at a time. <laughs> and if that's where you are, maybe you're, it's not where you would like to be, that's okay. Make sure that you just keep in mind that it's a work in progress and pray for God to help with that, right? And so... I do want to give you some tips, though, if you're not where you want to be. And there, there are some things that you can do to like work up to it if it's something you desire, but it's not quite happening right now. One thing you can do is ask your husband how you can pray for him, like maybe when he's leaving for work or whatever he's doing or if he's going through a situation. Ask him how you can pray for him. Another great thing to do is to try to talk to him at night or try or suggest praying at night in the dark at, in bed. Like when you're not looking in each other's eyes, men are more comfortable sometimes talking when they don't have to make eye contact with us, which you guys might already know that. But so you could try that. Like once you get in bed at night, it might be a good time. Or another good time is at dinner when you're saying grace. You could keep it, you know, kind of casual and um, comfortable for everyone. And also another idea is to read prayers. Like sometimes that can feel more safe than just like, having to speak your heart out and be really vulnerable. And I think that it could pave the way for hearts opening in the future and more spontaneous prayer in the future. But don't be afraid to have maybe something written that you can use. And also, if you're just reading something, you don't have to make eye contact, which makes it more comfortable for men. <laughs> so those are some ideas for if you would like to have a deeper prayer life with your husband, how you can do that. 
And another topic I wanted to talk about before we wrap up is what to pray about. Like sometimes people feel like at a loss for what to pray about. So you can pray for your marriage, for God to bless your marriage. You can pray for each other. You can pray for your family as a whole and for in the individuals in your family. Pray for discernment on decisions that you're making. Pray for your dreams and desires. And be sure to pray prayers of thanksgiving for all of the blessings that God has showed you, right? There are always blessings. And when we take the time to thank God for those, it lets him know that we're grateful, of course, but it also creates positivity in our marriage and and in our lives and shows us that we have so much to be grateful for, even though we might be praying for other things. So I hope that this has helped you. If you want more help, If you want to work on your marriage or the prayer life in your marriage, reach out to me for a complimentary consultation. We can talk about your unique situation and the solutions that you need to feel better in your life and in your marriage. In the meantime, remember I have created the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care to help you feel like your best self every day. You totally need that. You're going to find it on my website. And also don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much.